0: been a tough week for facebook rich (laughs) it sure has paul Oh. oh boy hey rich Great to see you. It's good to see always. you too. Great to see you for an hour straight. There's a thing that we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. I feel that we've talked about it too many times, okay. but it's not LinkedIn. No? No, it's Facebook. Oh boy. It, we've talked about it a few times. Yeah, we can't help but dip
1: into Facebook every so often.
0: It's really big and it's a really important thing that really yeah, runs our it's world. Real. So There's a lot going on for Facebook right now. They have one product. The product is the social network and your access to that social network. Mm -hmm. So privacy should actually be something they have worked out by now, in my opinion.
1: Yes. Privacy is a weird word to me. Okay. Part of it is my privacy, meaning nobody else can see my feed that has my aunt and uncle and mom and dad except Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. To me, that's private.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's
1: private. Right? Right? So I think Facebook does a very good job of not letting anyone else see my mom's weird photos. That's true. Except for the people she wants to see. That's true. I think privacy underestimates what's really going on here and that it's a bad thing. Hmm. And I think what, what Facebook has failed to do, businesses can do whatever they want as long as they're not breaking the law. And you could make a good case that Facebook is not breaking the
0: law. Well, that's the thing—the things that Facebook's in trouble for—if they were one hundredth the size, right. wouldn't be as big a deal. That's right. But they have a reasonable approximation of all human population. They have like two billion people in the system. Yes. Let's say it's one. I mean, it's one out of seven living people. Yeah. Right. That's that's power. Yeah. They're doing stuff to me I don't know about. Sure. That's very different
1: to me than privacy. Right. Facebook is very good with keeping me private.
0: If I want them to be. If I want I them to be. I can publish the same picture to the whole world if I want to. Correct. But, uh, you know, when mom only want, when I only want the pictures of the babies to be seen by mom, right. they're good at that. Sure.
1: I thought most people think that Facebook makes its money through the Timex ad that shows up in between my family posts. Right. That's how most people understand Facebook to be. Yeah. But there is something way, way more powerful and to overdramatize it, sinister about what they are willing to do with my behavior, not just on Facebook. That's the hairy part of it, right? Facebook has seeped itself into the entire internet and they are pervasive.
0: Right. They know, they know the other sites you visit as well. And they know that you don't
1: feel like filling out a sign-up form. Mm-hmm. They also know that. Mm-hmm. They also know that everybody else thinks I have to connect to Facebook.
0: That's right. So like that, the little like button, uh, the little thumbs up button that appears on other websites, Yeah. sometimes that's hosted directly by Facebook.
1: You are everywhere, man.
0: You, yeah. They are. They are over your shoulder
1: as you experience just about all of the internet. I mean, your email
0: is pretty much walled well, here's off. here's the thing. But, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. they have... Even if they have 10%, that's yeah. enough. Yeah. They they can see a lot of what people are doing. And people log in through their service yeah. to access other services. I had this, this
1: rant in a couple of podcasts ago where I said, nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Remember, I was... You're not interesting. Nobody mm-hmm. cares about your data. Mm-hmm. Your life's not interesting, et cetera, et cetera.
0: And that's... I still... Believe that. Statistically, that's true. It's not like Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg are sitting there going like a large stack of paper. Yes. Going like, Ziyadi. Check, check. Exactly. It's
1: not Santa. Correct. But there are some very, very smart people at Facebook. And what they do know how to do is take a handful of data points, triangulate on them, and peg me as someone that can be taken from point A to point B.
0: I've been thinking a lot about where it all went wrong. Tell me. All right. The internet, as we know it, is really the web plus. Like there's a whole, there's email and so on. But even even email at this point is kind of seen often, like if you use Gmail, most people use web services at this point, it's sort of through the web. So most of the things that people associate with the internet are the web. The web was a document delivery platform. You made a page in HTML, you put it on a server, you linked to some other pages, and it created a web of documents. Correct. Okay? And that was really cool. At the moment that it happened. And then search engines show up and they start to aggregate all that stuff. And yep. they make it possible to search through all of it. That was also really cool. We talk a lot about the incredible power that Google has, but the reason Google has that power is it provided a service that no one else did quite as well. Yeah. They were good at it. There were other search engines, but they were really good. And then Google dove deeper. Yeah. And
1: said, links aren't enough. We want to be smart. So if I search Advil side effects, Mm-hmm it goes one level deeper than the hyperlink that's going to help me with Advil side effects.
0: It literally tells me the Advil side effects. Well, and also one of the things that happened really early was the web got easy to game. Because if I thought that people were going to be interested in Advil side effects, I could make 100,000 pages called Advil
1: side effects. Remember that startup that was just spinning up articles because anybody asked
0: anything? There are lots of them. There were a lot. I can't E-how? even remember. is it e yeah, how? Yeah, no. I mean, I think. Like, how
1: do I get that thing out of my ear? And then well, there would Wiki be how. like weird. That's WikiHow. Wiki is that that's what the one of the
0: amazing illustrations?
1: That's what I'm talking. And the illustrations are done by like Malaysian well, those were, children.
0: Those were called content farms content farms that's right so what was happening so anyway that was kind of the end game but the original advertising model was about content it was like hey people like to read this stuff and you know they like to search for the i search i search for advil and advil buys it's like oh hey somebody's searching for advil viewership exactly and it was pretty neutral as to what pages you would end up viewing yeah And you could have sponsored pages and Mm -hmm. so on. But for the most part, you could tell the difference between what was advertising and what wasn't. And it was about the content. It was about the intent and about... And then there were automatic services that put ads on pages based on the content in the pages. So if you had a page about air travel, um, United Airlines might put uh, uh, an ad in there, which is how you end up in actually... But there were tricky situations too, which we all used to talk about, which would be like... Um uh, there was a plane crash and then United Airlines ad appears to the right of the plane crash. Yeah, I was getting pretty rough. Right. Yeah. So there's there's that stuff that's and that, con- that gets now lumped under the often under the concept of brand safety. Yeah. So, documents, intent, advertisements based on the content.
1: Advertisements that, based on searches.
0: Now you're edging to you know more smarts. But here's what's tricky. At a certain point so they where did it keep going? Well, I see, guess. at a certain point they went you know what, we can match all this content and we can think in a content-driven way about advertising or we can start to, we actually know quite a bit about who's looking at the page. You know, that we have, we give them a cookie and, and lives in their browser and we know the kind, and we can actually like, we can put images, we can put little beacons and trackers yeah. and those can uh, show up on different pages if we work with the advertisers and the other publishers and yeah. we can know kind of where people are going on the web. Well,
1: this is what it feels like to me. You go to the mall. I don't know if anybody goes to the mall anymore. No, I'm, I'm gonna go through. to the mall. Yeah. You go, right? Yeah. All the time. All right. So you go to the mall because you're thinking about what do you call the thing? It's not a lawnmower. It's like spins the little wire. Now
0: let's go to Sharper Image and get a massage chair. All right. Yeah.
1: So I come out of there, do a little, you know, pricing and whatnot. And I keep walking, but then I walk by J. Crew. Mm-hmm. And I said, Wow, those are some nice scarves. So mm-hmm. I go in and get a scarf. And I'm done. And I get in my car and I'm going home. And right. I look and there's somebody in the back seat.
0: Okay. Oh, that's scary.
1: And they say, hey, hey, you know, there's going to be a sale in a month on that massage chair.
0: You know what they really hey, say hey. actually? is like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. What are you doing hey, following me home? They, they actually don't say words to you. Like, what are you doing in the back of my car? And you go, and they just go, Massage chair. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 no. I need yeah. you to get out of my car. Please get out of my car. Get out of like, the car. I'm coming up to a red yeah. light. Get out of my and car. And you're like, I'm on, I'm on the New York, you're, you literally went to the newsstand. Yeah. You're, you're reading the New York Times yeah. and they, they kind of come up behind you and yeah. turn the page down and they're like, yeah. massage
1: chair. No. And you
0: know what it is, they get smarter. They say, well, is your back bothering you, Paul? Yeah. Let's
1: talk that through. I mean, what, what, how are you, how's your, how are you eating? And
0: what's days? so unsettling is like, yeah, well, it's not just that you're sitting there reading like, you know, leg pain articles. Oh, or, the worst. Or it? they, or, or you're looking for a new grill, and now it's this confusing thing where it's like, wait a minute, he wants a new grill, but he also wanted in, in a massage chair. Like, <laughs> got to piece this together. Yeah, right? and then there, there's like a dynamic system. Yeah. There's this huge dynamic system yeah. of interlocking services, Correct. That are getting you that massage chair ad. That's right, and so. But They're, it's about the person now. It's start. about chasing the person around.
1: Why are you... Fi- and so what I just described to you is the human cookie, right? It is yeah. the, That's what it is. And then, by the way, on the highway, there's a way out. It's like a There's pr- an ex- exit that's called incognito.
0: Yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> Where you get to just veer off. And by the way, when you take that incognito exit, it's a really, the, you know,
0: the entire, really shady part of town. The entire relationship that we have with online advertising is basically like... You ever see the TV show Columbo? Uh, I am old enough to have seen that yeah. TV show. It's just Peter Falk going like, "Hey," <laughs> it just sort of <laughs> he's shrugs. Like, hey, um, how long? You, how long have you had that massage chair? <laughs> and and yeah. you're like, "No, no, no! I look like that's not yeah. even my massage chair." Right. He's like, "Oh, okay. you In the market for a massage chair, yeah, but then he comes back in two weeks yeah. with more because, questions. That's right, and you're just like, you can't. It's so annoying, and you can't. But he's kind of, you know, it's right. just what it is. It's how it works right. that Peter Falk can come up. Uh, so that's the entire ad industry is Colombo and we're all guilty and that's how it feels. They're just like, why won't you buy it? And I guess, you know, look, this is funny, but I think what we're getting at here is
1: nobody does it better and nobody has drawn, has laid out more wiring than Facebook.
0: Wow. Okay. So, um, Before we keep talking about Facebook anymore, and I know everyone's listening with total attention and diligence, let's tell the people for, I don't know, 30 seconds why we're even doing this, who we are and why we're here. We are the co-founders of Postlight, A digital product studio at 101 Fifth Avenue in New York City.
1: And we're two years old and we're kicking ass because we build really great platforms and the apps that are powered by those platforms. We design, we engineer, we architect. Amazing group. Um, get in touch if you want some love from post-life. Yeah.
0: I almost don't want to wave my arms around too much because we're just doing, we're doing good. We want to, we want to build big complex platforms and solve big complex problems. We're getting to do it. If you want to do it with us, you let us know. And we are growing. Uh, we need engineers in the United States, Lebanon for everyone who's listening. Uh, and we need product managers and we need, uh, user experience designers. designers. Yeah. yeah. We need it all, and uh,
1: it's it's hot. And we need clients. And if you want to talk to us, just talk to us. Yeah, hello, that's at, po- po- hello at
0: postlight.com. Hello at postlight.com. Check out the website. Let's get back and talk a little more about Facebook, though, because that's why people are really here. Google actually, for all of its many, many faults, you know, you get that ad and it's got the little X in the top, right. And there's kind of a brand identity for the Google chase you around the web systems. Yeah. And you're just like, ah, hell, I know they're doing sneaky stuff. I'm sure we'll find out.
1: It's fine.
0: But it's just not as like with Facebook, it is this like the iceberg is 99.9% under the water. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also the fact that a large part of the world that accesses the internet doesn't know the difference between internet and Facebook. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Or even if they know the difference, they know there's another thing. Well,
1: there's Google, Fa- Google, and Facebook is ninety percent of the internet as far as they're but concerned. But the
0: reality is, you get online and you're you're using WhatsApp or Facebook for many hundreds of millions of people online. Oh yeah, that's your mailbox. That's your that's your, your communication th- means, that's dude.
1: Right. I mean, it's this is it.
0: It's not yet. Yeah, what you else talk, is You there? talk with people all day. Yeah, and that's that's real. It that doesn't mean that that's the internet. It just means that that's the service. That I you mean, use. and the thing
1: is, I could tell you about cool browser add-ons that'll protect you. Yeah. Mozilla is doing some really interesting work on that. Yeah, they have a, a they have container. An identities can, container. They actually right.
0: can, so when you look at Facebook, not the rest of the web can't see you. It's really cool.
1: But you know, but y- there's there's no plan
0: on the phone. Well,
1: here's what the, I can't get the app on the phone.
0: You know what we're seeing here is that there's no centralized controlling authority for all this stuff, right? Like, people think that there's might be order or like a governing body. But it doesn't work that way. And what happened is you had this amazing document delivery system. And as people were looking for more and more ways to make money from it, they went, yeah, but you know, you can actually get software to run in the form of little JavaScript programs. Yeah. yeah. And then that kind of took over the documents. Yeah. And individual personalized experiences, which everybody kind of assumed would be landing in your newspaper that you would like get customized news delivered to you. And that was RSS, things like that. People were, a lot of people on the web were experimenting and playing with that stuff. And I'm not doing this as a history lesson because it repeats constantly. People are like, oh, hey, this new cool set of technologies will be used for a positive effect in culture. We'll use this to organize and make sense of all the information that People deal with day to day because it 's hard for people to have filters and understand what 's really going on right, and then that whole stack of technologies gets bought and moved into the world of online advertising where it 's able to be deployed with much more efficacy, yeah, and you know for Johnson and Johnson who actually pay yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, you yeah. Know. And, and, and look they cross the line because. It it blew up on the other side, right? Like there wouldn't be headlines if jo- it turns out Johnson & Johnson was steering people who are looking for diapers over to creams. Right. Just you know, wouldn't. here's...
0: But also they've been doing it in... You know, you can buy end caps, meaning books that appear right in the aisle at a Barnes & Noble. Yeah. You can buy those and put make sure your books are there. Yeah. Right? Like Barnes & Noble is not this completely neutral book selling space where they make decisions based on what's the most valuable to their customers. No, they are designed to move as many books as possible and make as much money as possible. Yeah. And they have a lot of relationships that support that. At least that's my understanding. So you know, it's the same with grocery stores and Walmart. They know, and Target, they know how you're moving through. Ikea is a great example. It's a maze. They built a labyrinth so that Ikea you- Ikea upsets me, yeah, man.
1: You're going to buy- I this. just want to leave. I got my thing. I got my lamp. How do I get out of you here? You're never going to leave. I can't. I was like, oh, wait, you're going to make me look at 4,000 different plates <laughs> well, and wine it's glasses? Like, just
0: let me out of here. When you escape, then you have to go to the warehouse. It's really <laughs> You're weird, never man. done. There's always, it's really yeah, creeps me out. It's like a, it's like a history of industrial design. So um, <laughs> I just feel like a rat. You just want to know I'm where. Like, you, yeah. I'm like at Carnegie Mellon, and they're feeding me weird things,
1: and I got to make it out of the maze.
0: The thing with, with IKEA is you're always like 40 minutes away from an exit. Like, it's why not, doesn't IKEA have a scandal? Facebook's eating shit right now. Oh, why? What about IKEA? Oh, they kind of did. The founder died. He was a Nazi, so that was bad. And he Fine. was affiliated with fascists. That's that's bad. Is that true? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, also the entire uh, IKEA is theoretically a giant not-for-profit foundation, but it doesn't oh, give it's any like a whole tax. Yeah, it doesn't give any money scene? away, and so yeah. You know, one IKEA, of the
1: richest men in the world. I got to tell you though, for 180 bucks, you can get a nice coffee table.
0: <laughs> the funny thing is, it's like fascism aside and it's, it's weird corporate They're structure Good end aside, tables, man. I mean, you show me one socialist in America who doesn't have at least one, you know, Ingvar. Oh my God. That's the problem. man. they get you. Ikea gets everybody. Right. Ikea. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, you you yeah, can yeah. belong to the communist party and you still have you like go. Billy bookshelves. <laughs> Um, but we diverge, uh, two questions for you to close
1: this out. Mm. I want to just highlight. I tried to go in. I'm like, I'm angry. I'm going into Facebook mm-hmm. and they used to have this like privacy dragon friend. It was like a wizard that helped you through like stuff. And I think they took it out unless I'm missing it somehow. <laughs> Remember when they said, we're going to give you a bunch of tools so the the settings aren't too bad. What the hell is going
0: on in that interface? Though? Do you know what? It's craziness. No, I... <laughs> you can't. It's craziness. I mean, it's all we make fun of it as a giant monolithic yeah. privacy destroying pseudo-government as yeah, a yeah. product. It's just an insane circus yeah. of blue. It's just this blue and white hellscape. Yeah,
1: it's it's rough. And and so I go in there and I saw the list of apps that I'm connected to. Oh. And it was like 150. Oh,
0: it's not good. I've gone in and pruned most
1: of those in my life. You have? Oh, yeah. See, okay, I went in. I was like, all right, I'm not going to be screwed here. I'm going to take these out. And I'm scrolling through them. First off, 40% are out of business. Oh, yeah. It's just a bunch of stuff. I had one that said Whopper for life and with the Burger King king guy was the icon. You installed that. What the hell did I install? I don't yeah. have any. You clicked I a probably... button somewhere
0: in Facebook and we're like, hey, check out the Whopper for life app.
1: And then and then here I am. And so I'm yeah. deleting these one.
0: When's by... the last time you went to Burger King? I haven't been in Burger King in 12 years. Yeah.
1: But I had this thing because I probably thought it was funny yeah. or something. So I'm deleting all of these. And what you come to realize is you didn't know that the lines were connected. You I did thought, it. oh, this is convenient. Facebook's going to let me sign up without having to sign up. And then they're going to leave. Mm-hmm. But it turns out nobody's leaving. And I'm a technologist. Can you imagine? I, I want to go see
0: my mom's list. Let me tell you something. So I, I have this thing on Twitter. I used to belong to a, an image board website called Milkshake, where you just... Oh, po- I remember Milkshake. You posted images and sometimes... Milkshake's fun. Yeah, and you would like and repost other people's images. So think it's about... It's gone. They made the code open source. So now there's a open source alternative called Malt Shop, M-L-T-S-H-P, which has the same community. My name's a little aggravating, but go ahead. <laughs> it's all good. So... I downloaded my archive when it when Milkshake shut down, so it's like seven thousand pictures back to two thousand eleven. Oh, weird. Yeah, so I was like, "What am I going to do with these?" So I made a bot that posts them about uh, every four hours. It posts another one to Twitter. I really like this it's bot. Called, I will <laughs> just say it's consistently entertaining. It's called Archive Pick. Yeah. So wait, so are you using Facebook to auth into this? No, 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 no. All I'm saying is that I have so here's this thing. I saved all these images. I was committed to this thing. I don't remember a single damn digital asset that, I mean, I remember like four of these images out of 7,000. Right. And this is like, I would, one of the ways i flatter myself, I have a very good memory. It's annoying to people who know me because I remember things that they forgot. Okay. And I was thinking about that. And I'm, as you're talking to me, I'm like, we sort of assume that everything's at hand and there's this kind of grab bag set of folders that follow us around and we have all of our emails and so on and so forth. What I'm finding is that your your brain can't fit all that stuff in. Of course. 7,000 funny pictures. I mean, it's it's wonderful because I go back and rediscover them, but it's not like this warm nostalgic glow. Yeah. I have no connection to most of the stuff in there. And so if you told me that you had like 2000 Facebook apps installed, no idea. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me because it goes out of your head because there's a huge tidal wave of new things every five minutes. Of course. of right? course. And so it's kind of a long way around it to go. Like, this is something I created, curated, was invested in. That was kind of my community, spent a lot of time on. And it's then, not uh, yours. I have no clue what's
1: in there. Of course. It's not. You, we reach, we've reached the limit, right? I have a Tumblr mm-hmm. where I've stored away YouTube videos for years, and I can go in there now and like, you know, you could jump the pages in Tumblr. Yeah. I have no idea what every so often I'm like, oh, I remember that one, but rarely do it. First off, most of them are broken. Mm-hmm. YouTube took them down. But most, you know, 80%, I'm like, whoa, that's fresh and interesting. You know, I will say in contrast, I remember everything I've written. Well, you're sort of an egocentric. Person. No,
0: I mean I've written thousands of pieces at this point. Well, writing is a deep dive. But that's right? the thing, right? When you make something, it gets into your head. Nobody's
1: making shit anymore, dude. <laughs> I know, dude. They're taking pictures of their nail of their of their toenails but and people, putting it on Instagram. People, Nobody's making anything. I think people assume that consuming is a kind of making, right? <sighs> You come out of an ice cream shop and you, you have to put it on Instagram and you got to pause and think, this is creativity now. We th- eat shit on a daily basis, dude. This is it. <laughs> this is think. it. Go do a watercolor about the ice cream you just inspired by the new flavor you just tried. And st- instead of taking a picture of you standing in front of an ice cream shop. This is where we are?
0: Well, listen, you're an old man whining, and I old get that. Old man whining? Oh, here, let it's me. not that. I'm glad you did it. Congrats. Now go home and paint something. <laughs> well, it's not just say. Here's what's fundamental. Rather than go home and paint something, people want, they want that shortcut. Look at the picture of the ice cream. Isn't it amazing? And then they're like, why don't I get 100 million likes?
1: Well, there's that, right? right. So they, they sit there and they look at the heart thing and they just lose their minds. Where's the love? Where's the love? You came out of an ice cream shop. Who gives a shit? Well, this is this is
0: how we've all lost also, our mind.
1: Nobody knows how to use hashtags. It's not hashtag it's not a hashtag. When you sit there and you see the sprawling pound sign words in in a post, I'm like, what are you doing? Nobody's gonna look at that. What is that? You know what I'm talking about? I have infinite it empathy. It's like
0: graffiti. Yeah, I mean, people want to make stuff and they want to build community. I think a lot of people just—they're just passing their days. But there is there is the pretentious shot of the—you you can't. Go. I mean, also we live in Brooklyn. I don't know if they're doing it so much at like Baskin Robbins. Right, is this your can I tell you? Oh shit! We can roll right into it. All right. So, Rich, you just did it. I think we're working. Yeah, exactly. Instagram this hashtags. Instagram hashtags. Honestly, are
1: it's. Here's the thing. I like the idea of some pictures from Jim's birthday. My yeah, uncle. Sure. I like the idea of sharing. I think that's because you do that. You develop the film and then you bring the photos out and you show them to everyone. Everybody smiles, right? But when you come out of a shoe store and they didn't have your size, but the lighting feels right, go home. Fair enough.
0: That's You know it. what I think about a lot? Roman I think that the history. Romans would have been all over social media. Probably, but they, at least they'd write little poems. Oh, no. I mean, that's the thing though, no, Caesar would have been all over. Like, Caesar wrote so many books about his conquest of Gaul. Okay. And it's all in the third person. Wow. Yeah. See, that's impressive. He would be tweeting like a lunatic.
1: That would get annoying. It would that be. would get annoying.
0: <laughs> and then, you know, the other thing the Romans would have been into is Instagram. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just like, I mean, it's really...
1: I mean, yeah, but then the sculptors wouldn't sculpt.
0: All about... This is a good point. You do like...
1: Well, that's my whole point with this is like, go try something and fail, This please. is the point.
0: If they'd had Instagram, they wouldn't have needed to sculpt.
1: No, they would have done nothing. They would have done nothing. And if you think about it, what we are creating today as sort of this reflection of culture and society is on a server farm. Like, what the hell are we going to do with this 400, 400 years from now? The point is, we we just stare at the Parthenon. Are we going to stare at rows
0: That's of even hard back. drives? I, you know, it is fascinating to think about what the future it's monuments are.
1: It's nothing. Can I just say, we came into this pro- thinking we're going to provide insights on what's happening with Facebook and the way forward. <laughs> I think the most place.
0: valuable service our our discussions provide is to let the listener know that no one has any damn idea what's going on. <laughs> <Right>? like <laughs> that's the I, takeaway. I really because I, I no, I feel this really profoundly because you know when you're when you're younger, you assume that there is some system of the world and that everyone is aligned. Yeah, nobody knows anything. No one knows the thing. Half the people in Facebook have. Probably have no more information about the Facebook situation than we do. No, and Zuckerberg.
1: Can I just say, like, can I close it with Zuckerberg? He (laughs) creeps me out. The way he holds his hands out, Mm -hmm. it's like there's an imaginary dead cat in his hands. I can't, (sighs) I can't peg it, man. He freaks me out. I don't, you know, it's it's his face and his eyes. I'm, I'm. This is mean at this point, but there's something about him
0: that scares me. He doesn't scare me. I just see him as someone who had such an unbelievable success and his life, his adult life, the period at which you go from being like semi-conscious to fully conscious in your 20s, literally like when you're 25, your brain kind of finally locks in. Yeah. That experience for him was one of profound, total gratification and success at every minute. You and me were being roundly humiliated by life, rejected by everyone, but still doing really good. We just assumed life was hard. It wasn't not even hard. Like at 25, you had an apartment and you were figuring it out. Yeah. Right. At 25, he was telling people that he didn't want to go on their private jet anymore. He'd go on his own.
1: Right. And, right, right, right. Different game.
0: Yeah. He had the whole world. And I just think like, how does that make a human? We know some very, very successful people. Ethics are hard to scale. Life is hard to scale. When you become a- We're allowed to say this. We've met a lot of billionaires- we have met a lot of billionaires, and they're all exhausting. No, some of them aren't. Uh, some of them aren't, but they do. They're at an altitude of experience. They're kind of weird, man. They just don't know what to do. <laughs> well, any billionaires listening, they don't um, know what to do. We, oh, by the way, any ri-
1: billionaire listening, Postlight is a tremendously talented design, engineering, architecture shop that builds incredibly efficient, and highly scalable platform. Anyway, to our... Right. High- what, we, what came out of this podcast is how to cope with Facebook. That's right. Or not, or whatever. <laughs> or not, or not. And you know what? Keep putting those photos on Instagram. It's all good. Everything's fine. Everything's fine.